On today's episode of the Locked On College Football Podcast, I had a sit-down conversation with Michigan State edge rusher Kenny Willekes. During our time together, we talked about his upbringing in Michigan, being one of eight siblings in a competitive household, and he took me behind the scenes of what it meant to him going from being a walk-on to starting for the Spartans. Without further ado, here's my interview with Michigan State edge rusher Kenny Willekes. Here with Kenny Willekes, Michigan State edge rusher. Kenny, how's everything going, man? The pre-drive process, I know it's a lot on you going to the Senior Bowl. You have so much of this training, getting ready for the combine. But just give us an update. How's everything going? Yeah, it's going really well. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm back home training in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, the gym called Power Strength. So I grew up, uh, I trained there growing up in high school. You know, kind of set the foundation for me to be successful at Michigan State, I felt. Uh, you know, obviously the physical toughness is a big part of it, uh, physical strength. But, you know, most important to me, I think, is the mental toughness. I think that's the most important side. And, you know, I think training at this gym back home is able to give me an edge. So, you know, obviously there's a lot going on. Uh, it's a little stressful process, but I just try to enjoy it, have fun with it. And, you know, it's been good for me so far. I've been making a lot of progress. You must be looking at my notes, man, because you have my next question about the power strength training. So Mark Ennis, that was a name that I read about that's very important to you. Just talk about how the power strength program has helped you. Yeah, like I said, it starts with mental toughness for me. But uh, I came in there, you know, a skinny kid back in high school uh, without a lot of direction, to be honest. Didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, uh, you know, and they kind of not only gave me a place to work out, but, you know, also a place to hang out where uh, you wouldn't get in uh, trouble, you know, keep you out of doing whatever, you know, high schoolers are doing. So not only kept us out of trouble, but, you know, it kind of gave me a family. Uh, my best friend trained there with me and some of the mentors that I'll have for life, you know, they're my trainers there. So, you know, not only did they help prepare me physically, but, you know, they molded me as a person uh, mentally and, you know, just they're my mentors that kind of just molded the way I, my values and that type of thing. That's really good stuff, man. So I want to back up a little bit. So from what I was reading, you grew up on a 20-acre farm in western Michigan. Is that correct? Uh, that's a little bit exaggerated. <laughs> uh, I grew up on, on 10 acres of land. And, okay. uh, we didn't have a farm. Uh, I lived, I got a, a lake, woods, a uh, field, you know, all that. We had four-wheelers, that type of stuff. But it wasn't a farm. But there was definitely a lot of... We were outside a lot. We didn't have TV growing up, so, you know, we were constantly outside, uh, jumping four-wheelers, fishing, uh, shooting guns, uh, sliding down the back hill, ice skating, doing that type of stuff. Gotcha. So, you're one of eight siblings, correct? Yes, sir. Just talk about that experience, man. I know it's a very competitive household, so just give us a little bit of an inside look at that. Yeah, it's definitely a super competitive household. <laughs> uh, you know, my older brother... He's uh, got Olympic trials for trampoline coming up in a couple months. Um, my oldest sister's still in college. She's a lawyer right now. She's going to college for med school. So, you know, like those are just two of the examples of the competitiveness in my family right now. But, you know, all each and every one of the siblings, uh, we're all wired a little bit differently. But we all have that competitiveness in us. So, you know, growing up, it was kind of, it was competing and everything we did. It was a... Uh, just a constant battle for honestly whatever whatever we were doing uh you know whether it's playing out in the backyard or it really didn't matter what we were doing there's always gonna be yours competing with someone uh it was definitely a wild a lot of wrestling a lot of fighting growing up but uh you know i'm grateful for all of them absolutely so i want to go on to your high well let's back up a little bit so how did you get involved with the game of football uh, so i was actually homeschooled in fifth and sixth grade and I didn't like it in fifth grade. I'm a pretty social person. I like talking to people. So uh, I told my mom I wanted to go back to school, but they wanted to keep me home for another year. So they told me, uh, like, we'll let you play football if you homeschool for one more year. 
Um, when I was younger, I just had a lot of energy, just running around a lot. I guess I just we played a lot in the front yard with me and my siblings, and that's just kind of how I fell in love with it. So sixth grade, they let me play, and you know I didn't really know what I was doing back then. Didn't really never watched it on TV that much, honestly, but uh, just fell in love with it. So you were a standout player in high school, but you didn't have any offers from Division One, from what I was reading, anyway. So. Just talk about that process and how you just kept that walk-on chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of offers at all. Uh, honestly, before I talked to Coach D'Antonio, I never, I never even talked to another like Division One head coach or coach before I talked to Coach D'Antonio. Um, so Michigan State came in late to the process, gave me the opportunity to be a preferred walk-on, uh, which I'm forever grateful for Coach D'Antonio for. But you know, I just took that opportunity and uh, <clears throat> never looked back. Uh, I could have played, taken the money at Division Two school, gone there and played, but, uh, you know, I thought I had the ability to compete and play at Michigan State, and I wanted to go prove that. I felt, you know, I can go prove myself and had no clue what was going to happen, didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I felt I was going to work hard enough to prove myself. That's really good stuff, man. And, you know, I was reading just some of your old coaches' reviews about you and how you just took advantage of the scout team. And a lot of times what you get with some players that are redshirted or on the scout team, they don't really take it serious. But just talk about the process and why you treated it so seriously when you were on the scout team and just busting your butt. Yeah, I mean, personally, uh, I think it comes down to a couple things. Uh, I just love playing football. So, you know, I wasn't playing Saturday, so I treated scout team like my game day. Uh, I thought it was my game day, so, you know, I'm going to go hard. I like to play football. I think I was scout team player of, of the week, like, yeah. seven times in the freshman year. And, uh, you know, I just treated it like game day, and then uh, that competitive nature we were talking about, I'm going to go hard, I'm going to compete in everything I do. So, you know, it doesn't matter if it's scout team, doesn't matter if, you know, if it's a Thursday practice, doesn't matter if we're just playing pickup ball in the backyard on Thanksgiving, you know, I'm going to go hard and compete. So that's just the way I looked at it. That's, that's, really, that's really good. The thing. third thing I'd say is there's a chance to get better because I'm going against Jack Allen and Jack yeah. Conklin, great yeah. players. So why would I waste my opportunity to be able to learn from them every day? That's really good stuff, man. So originally you started off as a linebacker, though, correct? Yes, sir. So just talk about the transition from linebacker to defensive end. What would you say is the hardest part? What was the hardest part about that? Uh, I think getting the stance was weird for me. Uh, at first, uh, I was a little weird to get in that stance. I never played my hand in the dirt before, but uh, I'm very glad that I made the transition over. Uh, a lot of that playing with my siblings and stuff, you know, we wrestled a lot growing up. and uh, You know, we were kind of like into MMA. Obviously, we never got it. We never got into it, but uh, you know, we look up the moves on YouTube. We'd wrestle and fight with each other. So, you know, being down in the trenches, that hand-to-hand combat, like being able to use my body position – I think that benefited me a lot, but I think just getting down, putting my hand in the dirt originally was a little weird for me at first, but once I got the hang of it, I'm glad I'm there now for sure. That's good, man. So something that I absolutely love about you, and I have to tell you this just from watching your film, so I love when you get in that wide nine technique, you get really low in your stance, and you just burst out. So just tell me about that feeling, man, when you just get to pin your ears back. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite in the world. When I get uh, <laughs> lined up wide and just come around the edge, yeah. that's my favorite thing to do. And, uh... No, I've always, for some reason, I've always had that low stance. Like I said, I, kind of, I moved there, like you said, I moved there from linebacker. So, you know, I kind of had to play with my stance, teach myself, uh, adjust my stance a little bit. And uh, everybody says it's a little weird stance because I get so low on it. But, you know, I thought that was just, that was just normal to me. I'm um, very flexible. Uh, I, I can do the full splits. I was a gymnast growing up. So, you know, I feel like when I get down that low stance, I can come out with leverage and really get off the ball. That's good stuff, man. So, do you remember Trent Cole? He used to play for the Eagles back in the day. 
Yes, I do. Yeah, that's who you remind me of, man. When you get in that wide nine stance, you just get low. I really like that about your film. But a couple more questions, I'll let you get out of here. So what would you say is your favorite pass rush move right now when you're just bending the arc? Um, it's honestly changed since uh, since the season. I've been putting a lot of work in. Uh, I was Coach O'Neal, and he's helped me a lot. Uh, I like I like to go speed to power. Okay. Uh, that's what I've kind of done all year, but now – off that, I like to go speed to power and put a ghost in it. Okay. So, so show him, get on power and then, uh, you know, take it away, dip under the edge. And then that, that was kind of my main go-to all year was speed to power. And then I also, another I use a lot is the double sweep. Gotcha. Side scooters. So that was, those are probably my main ones. Definitely. But I use the longer on the most. You do. You do. I love the repertoire you have, man. You really have a versatile skill set. I really like that about you as a pass rusher. But... When did the NFL become a reality for Kenny Willekes? Uh, you know, growing up, it's always a dream of yours. Uh, for every kid playing college football in high school, uh, playing high school football, everyone wants to play in the NFL. But obviously, uh, you know, it's not a reality. But uh, I think to me, it became a reality halfway through last season. Um, I obviously always thought I was going to make it, thought I was going to be there. But, you know, it really became like, oh, this is actually real. Like, I'm going to have an opportunity last year. I think probably after the Ohio State game was when I really started to get a lot of attention. That definitely makes sense. And one more question, I'll let you get out of here. So there's a bunch of walk-on athletes throughout the country. Just what's a word of advice that you would give them? I'd say the biggest thing is being able to be disciplined. Uh, you know, even when things aren't going your way, uh, even when look looks like you might not be able to play, looks like you might not get that opportunity, continue to do the little things, continue to stay disciplined and uh, putting the extra work in, and eventually, you know, it'll pay off if you stay consistent and disciplined with it. Really good stuff. You know, Kenny, I want to thank you for joining me today. It really was a pleasure, and I want to wish you nothing but the best of luck in the pre-draft process. I can't wait to see where you land in the draft in a couple months. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate no that. And, uh, it was nice to meet you. No problem. Same to you, buddy.